Welcome to the Red Bearded Predator Podcast, where average folks talk about walleyes, whitetails, Wisconsin outdoors, and beyond. There's like a beast. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh. nice eye. Yeah. That was a fast one. Holy cow. Alright friends, welcome to this week's episode of the Red Bearded Predator Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about our 2021 whitetail hunting goals. We're going to talk about some of the areas that we plan on hunting this year. And we have an interesting would you rather question to end the podcast. Last but not least, I want to thank you the listener for sticking with us. We haven't been able to come out with a podcast or much on our YouTube channel over the past couple months due to our computers being down. But now we have them up and running, and we're going to get back on the horse. Let's get into this episode. I'm going to start Butt off since he has the, the great audio. What do you got for goals this year? On public land, I want to see deer. I want to consistently have myself in opportunities. As far as a shooter, I want an eight point. You uh, hunting in any like specific areas in Wisconsin? You can keep it general. I, yeah, I I have spots in Wasaki. I have spots in Adelstein. I have spots in O'Connell. I have some spots in Kiwani, couple spots down by Manitowoc. We just scouted some spots down by Wenakani area, and I cyber scouted a couple spots kind of by Navarino. So that's where I'll be. <laughs> all right, folks, you know exactly where Bud will be. He was not very general with that at all. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So that's where you're going to be hunting, and you got a public or private 80, correct? That you'll be able to get on. Private 80 in Shyocton, and I've bow hunted that twice. That's more my gun hunting spot. I haven't found my home area yet. You haven't found your home area? We're trying to find you a home. (laughs) Yep. Tonson, what do you got for goals for 2021? Um, I'm looking at uh, my number one this year is is to get a buck in the Northwoods. Uh, uh, that's it. Just seems to be a really challenging place to go, and I, I don't think I've ever seen anything bigger than a spike out there uh, the past few years. So it'd be nice to go up there and get one, uh, and then beyond that, uh, I'm just hoping to get my sister on a deer. This is her going to be her second year, her first year with a compound, and we've been working with that. So we we drew into a couple spots down here in Illinois, and uh, I'm hoping to get her on something early. So yeah, yeah. no, I hear you with that Northwoods trying to get a buck down. I mean, I've been sporadically hunting the Northwoods since I was like 12, and I haven't yet to see a Northwoods buck yet. <laughs> yes. I've, 
you saw one Eric. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, but I mean, as I was actively hunting. What so. well, we were walking. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have we didn't have bows in our hands or anything, but we were in the north woods. Yeah, that is true. That is true. We were pretty close to actively hunting. We were scouting, so. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great goal, and I won't blame you for shooting any buck up there. Uh, yeah, because deer densities are a lot lower. So, um, what areas are you gonna primarily focus on? Uh, pretty much, I, I have uh, I got a little private land in Oneida, and there's uh quite a bit of public land up there and then just uh, i i do have one spot that i've been to and hunted and scouted a little bit in lincoln county that i probably will end up at again this year but uh other than that i mean i i just kind of keep it close to to where i stay so yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah so i didn't ask either of you this what type of terrain are you going to be focusing on bud primarily uh well see now i I got a vast amount of counties most of it i would say would be marsh and farmland okay uh the areas up like marinette and northern o'connell i guess semi-considered big woods you know but still like a couple spots in o'connell it's I'm still hunting kind of marshy there. Yeah. So is there any specific strategy that you kind of specialize in? Yeah. Uh, find the sign. Yeah. Find the that's sign and move in. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed about Bud. He's very much an in-season scout type guy. Like, just go on a property and scout and just try and read the hot sign and set up on it. And that's kind of how the scenario played out with the 2020 opener. But I don't believe you knew where you were even going that morning. <laughs> no, no, that 220, that, that would be last year. Yeah, that was, uh, I knew a guy walked back there to hunt. So I'm like, let's go find out what he's hunting. So I just walked back there on opening night and I found some hot sign and found some trails and that's what I sat up on. Yeah. And if I recall, that kind of was an overlooked spot because like some of the buck sign that you're finding in that area was phenomenal. I mean, for opening weekend. Yeah, it's, it's a resident deer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of the way that spot laid out is, like, there's a bunch of hardwoods, and I believe it was just, like, a CRP-type deal, and all those deer get pushed out of those hardwoods and go go. It's a a CRP strip between swamp hardwoods and eggland. Yeah, yeah. I know you hunt a lot of that type of stuff, too, so, yeah. That's that's kind of like all our DNR gives us up here. Yeah, and I don't know. I think that's an area that you're really good at hunting, but is those kind of overlooked areas where you can see the road and see the truck. So, yeah. Hey, you don't want to drag farther than you have to. 
<laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, all right, Tonson, what type of habitat are you going to be focusing on primarily? So I guess in, in Wisconsin, in the Northwoods, I, I've uh, scouted out uh, some clear cuts that I've been able to find. And uh, I'm going to really try to, earlier in the season, maybe get off of them a little bit and mm -hmm. try to find some like trails that are coming in, maybe some like staging type areas. Uh, but down here in Illinois, most of my spots are on river bottom. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, it, it's been, I've been getting some good returns on my cameras right now and, uh, just deer kind of down by the river and in areas that I know that they kind of bet in. So yeah. like, yeah, it does look like some really good habitat. Like it's, it seems like it's river bottom, but there's a lot more going on than just the river bottom type stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's quite a bit of egg surrounding mm -hmm. uh, the the river bottom type of stuff. So, um, <clears throat> a lot of my tree stands are set up in between the two, trying to catch them going, you know, from bedding to to the food, especially early in the season. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know that your goal is a Northwoods buck and trying to get your daughter a deer too, but uh, you have a little bit more, since he shot two pretty decent bucks in Illinois last year, is your goals a little bit higher this year for Illinois? Yeah, I mean, I, I've i had some, uh, some bucks on camera that are about the same as I shot last year, and so I'll definitely... Okay. I, 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 I've already decided I'll be passing on that type of caliber of deer. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I I would like to shoot a little bit bigger of a buck this year. Yeah, yeah. So no. I think both of my deer I shot last year were like two and a half years old, but one of them was an eight pointer, and it was a pretty, yeah. he was a pretty nice deer. Yeah. Uh, I was only very happy with the way things went last year, but. Uh, I think, like, I guess this would go into the goals. I, I would definitely like to be a little bit more patient because I just shot the first three deer I saw last year, and then that was kind of it. So uh, it'd be nice to extend the season out a little bit and 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 uh, be able to hunt a little bit longer than I did last year. Yeah, and you kind of had a golden horseshoe up your ass, as Bud likes to say, from last year. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking three deer and three three solid deer so yeah but uh i bet you throughout the season our goals could change depending on what we're seeing on that day it could even change on that day <laughs> so well yeah. i live up to that because last year i came down by you and i you know like my, my goals are all the same like i want a solid eight point but that big i don't even know if it was a fork or a six point we saw that last year. Well, yeah. That, that that got me excited. That if any four pointer would ever get me excited, it was that one. Cause that son of a <laughs> bitch was like a seventy or seventy-five inch freaking four pointer. It was insane, Tonson. It, I'll probably never see a four pointer like that again. That had to be a two year old. I I don't know. 
It might have been. I, maybe it was a six-year-old on his way on his downswing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I He was a freak four. I don't know. I, I haven't seen a four player like that since I was hunting Muley's out in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, he was a pretty cool buck. Well, what you you're the one that's got you're sitting on an Iowa tag and a Wisconsin tag. Mm-hmm. So what's your what's your goals and your plans as far as your season lays out? Uh so my personal goals are to shoot biggest buck of my life which would have to be bigger than that. And that one, just over 140. So trying to shoot something in the 150s. I'm not all about inches, but, I mean, it is what it is when you're going to Iowa. That's that's what you're going there is for big, mature bucks. So that's my goal for Iowa. However, we start getting towards the end of November, our Start middle part of November, end of November, I'll shoot a two-year-old. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go home eating tag soup when I paid $900 for that tag if you had in preference points and the habitat yeah. tag and all that stuff. I'm going to shoot something. So, What, what if... What if... So I'm not gonna say opening weekend, mm-hmm. but now. So what's your second weekend you're gonna be down there? Uh, October fifteenth, something around that date. All right. So you're down there October fifteenth, and you have like a five and a half year old, just this ratty, gnarly buck. He only scores like a hundred points, but he's like five and a half years. He's like limping past your stand with like a busted leg. <laughs> okay, busted leg changes the ball. Game. Okay, not not a busted leg, but he's got a worn out hip because he's so old. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm probably passing him. Probably am. He's gonna pass on that, that old and that mature of a deer just because his horn's not big enough. Yep. All right. Yep, I'm probably not going to do it. I I want I want something big. I mean, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> and it depends on the experience. I may get in that moment and be like, "Holy crap, that's the biggest deer I have ever yeah, seen." He, he weighs like he weighs like 330 pounds. Okay, if he's 330 pounds, I'm shooting him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would shoot something like that. But uh, it's deep, yeah. like it's, it's literally a moose walking through the woods. It, well, it, and I want to kind of rephrase that. It, for me, it, I want to experience more than two weeks in Iowa too. Is part of that is I'd like to experience what a season is like in Iowa. However, oh, I, I kind of want I want you tagged out before the end of October because I plan on coming down. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my goals for Iowa is just to shoot 150. I know they're not behind every tree, but I I work hard. I work hard, and the re- results will pay off. I know they will. So, yeah. what is your actual season in Iowa? 
Like, I know you're not allowed to hunt during gun season, right? I believe so. I haven't looked on that. I mean, I'm not worried about that because their gun seasons are December anyway, so. So you're pretty much allowed October, November? Yeah, yeah, they do have late archery seasons and whatnot, but, I mean, I plan on having to buck down by Thanksgiving, so. I mean, if I can't get it done in 25, 30 days, it's just not meant to be. But say if I do have a tag late season, I'll figure it out. I'll find some food sources and and make the adjustments to go to those. So, yeah. But I do have some goals for Wisconsin, too. I'm going to be, if I do tag out in Iowa, the goals after that is pretty much to hunt, to have as much fun as Wisconsin as possible, whether that is whitetail hunting. Um, I would like to hunt with Bud and Thompson as much as possible. It's kind of that goal. Um, hunt with my dad um, as much as possible. Because uh, normally I'm in solo mode down here throughout the season, so it'd be nice to actually have a year to socially hunt so that's that's kind of my big other goal i do like when you come up and hunt and i like when i come down by you yeah 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 i think it'd be sweet if we uh look at if i do something in october where we can coordinate something down here where we get the three of us together and chase after some big bucks in southern wisconsin because there 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 are some solid bucks around here so just a couple just a couple (laughs) i'm not as open with my spots as bud is (laughs) i mean what what other kind of hunting are we doing this year i mean Um, as far as this fall i know i'm probably gonna end up doing some pheasant hunting with andy he's got a game Game fire membership. Yeah. I guess that's part of the reason I'm hoping to tag out in a decent time. So November, I can, I've really never grouse hunted too much. I really would like to walk some logging roads, even with getting my girlfriend Lisa out. Just, yeah. Would be a great time just having her experience kind of what Northwoods hunting is all about. So, be kind of cool that's much you talk, you talk about all the pheasants down by you and yeah that's another reason i'd like to fill a tag earlier is because thompson has a dog that uh we get some birds on hopefully down in southwestern wisconsin here would be another great goal so we need a lot of things to go right though <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I was planning on taking my dog up this weekend, but he's on the shelf now because he got sick this week. So I was I was going to do some midday grouse, but it, it's not going to work out. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. So, yeah, or that just, I guess the biggest, biggest thing I'm looking forward to is just having fun. I mean, I got... Bud's coming down opening weekend in Iowa to film, so that's that's going to be a great time. Uh, I guess Bud and I, we could recap our opening 
opening weekend sit. You haven't had a sit yet, Thompson, have you? No, nah, this this weekend will be the first one. So okay, do you got a plan going into this weekend? I know we were texting earlier. Yeah, today. it's, it's kind of been flip flopping back and forth because the wind keeps changing on me. And uh, sounds like yeah. our opening weekend. Yeah, for the forecast, I like it's like every three hours they change the wind. So uh, I, I I think for sure opening morning, I'm just gonna try to get near a clear cut just try to see as much as I can and then make a plan for later in the day. Yeah. On that. Um, I was hoping I'd get a decent wind to sit my food plot, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So, yeah. However, I'm not sure if you're busy October 1st. I know just it's early, but I've noticed quite a few East winds towards, uh, in Iowa. So, Hopefully, uh, we'll get some east winds going for you. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, my my uh, my spot here in Illinois that the only time I'm going to be able to hunt is on an east wind, and I'm going to be getting all east winds next weekend. So I'm going to be sitting that stand pretty much the whole weekend. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, and, and we talk about hunting mobile so much, but in that area. You, really don't have much of a choice to be mobile it's kind of put your stickers and gotta yeah. st stay within 50 yards of that area so that's another challenge that you're going to be facing in illinois right and i mean it, it i I've, I've been getting some good action down there uh pretty much on any wind it's just like a nice little trail that the deer use and yeah. uh it, it's i've actually the past couple of days there's just been turkeys just flowing through and I, I I got I made sure to get my archery uh, turkey tag. So I, yeah. since I've never shot a turkey, it'd be it'd be fun to shoot one out of a tree stand with my bow to start out. But we'll yeah. see. You know, I've seen a lot of turkeys flocking up the last two weeks. It's been crazy. So they're getting ready for winter. But very cool. Um, I guess me and Bug could recap the weekend. Um, so I drove up Friday night, spent the night at Bud's house. We had a great dinner. Bug cooked up some burgers, some fish, and some french fries. All phenomenal. Ended up heading out Saturday morning, and we hunted a private farm that I have access to, and it was dead. What we counted... Yeah not very many pictures 120 pictures in a month and half of those were of me and so there's like a handful of daylight pictures actually however there was one almost daylight picture of a nice eight point buck that bud would have shot that we were debating to make a move on or not but uh our hearts i i think wanted us to to hit up some public land so we ended up hitting up seven miles worth of scouting. Is that right, bud? On Saturday and uh, opening day, yeah, we had seven miles of scouting. And technically, we came up with three spots. You know, Plan A would have been the same spot I I hunted last year. That strip of CRP between yep. the A and the swamp. Plan B was 
it okay between what would you call it between a marsh and a ridge yep which had hot sign on it and then plan c would have been going back to the private farm and hoping by chance that buck came down the same path again two nights in a row which was minimal yeah that was that was our three plans yeah and we threw out plan we we threw out plan c right away and we flipped the coin between plan a and plan b yeah then after thinking about it we knew that plan a was not going to be the right win for that that can that sit anyway so we ended up going to plan b and it was a dud yeah no way else to say it than it was a dud so we didn't see anything kind of surprised i think the most surprising part about that spot was it looked like that oak tree pretty much lost all of its acorns or was just dropping extremely slow yeah, drop a slimy draw slow or super early. Yep. Yep. So that was that was tough, but Sunday we ended up uh heading out to a couple different spots that we had ideas on and all the lots were full. There's a guy in guy in plan A. There was a guy in plan B. And then we sat in plan C for a while and then we went to plan D, and there's a guy there. And then we drove like 80 miles to go scout some property. Yeah, yeah. Just made it a, a scouting day. However, I think it was a very valuable scouting day. I think we learned some stuff, and I feel like we're going to try a different area of the state that we never really considered up until the past, I don't know, over some past couple of conversations. Between yeah. and myself, that just looked like it could be. It gives us more. It gives Bud more options, especially. So, and it looks like we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bring in the the Navy. We're gonna have to get a a John boat, couple boats going, because a lot of them are uh, access landlocked public. So, yeah. Yeah. So. We're actually looking forward to that next year. Actually looking really forward to scouting that this off season. So yeah. So I guess moral of that story is if people are in your spots and you can't find anything, throw a curveball. Go go somewhere where you've never been. And the funny thing is we made that eighty mile drive and what we saw one or two trucks in lots. <laughs> On the way, oh, once we got to the new area? Yeah. Once we got to the new area, we saw, well, we saw one duck hunter. Mm-hmm. And I think we only saw one deer hunter. Yep. Down in the new spots. Yep. Which we thought would have been more pressured because it was, I don't know what to say it, but it's closer to cities. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually closer to cities, so I don't know. We're going to check them out and uh, see what they have to offer coming up here in this next year. So, yeah, excited about that. I might so still go on. <laughs> yeah, so that was our recap of opening weekend. So I'm looking forward to hearing what 
Wisconsin sees in the woods this weekend. Um, I guess that's something else we could talk about as well. I know we're kind of scatterbrained with this podcast, but I was we haven't done a podcast, so I just want to have this one flow. Um, we got three guys filming this year, but I uh, got myself and Bud's going to be filming, and Tonson's actually going to be doing some filming for us. So it's going to be fun having a third guy joining us. So, yeah. He, just has, to put, he has to put some red glitter in his beard, and then we'll accept it. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be a fun new challenge for Thompson look or to to take on. So you'll you'll be getting content from three different states this year. You'll be getting content from Bud in Wisconsin, Thompson in Illinois and Wisconsin, and I'll be in Iowa and Wisconsin. So it's gonna be kind of cool covering three states this year. So yeah. So we might as well get to the would you rather question. Oh, I didn't realize we had this. Oh, man. Would you rather have a deer season where you shoot the biggest buck of your life? I'm not going to name inches or anything like that. We'll just say the biggest buck of your life. And it's pretty small to- for me. Yeah. And you had to do it solo. Without any of the camaraderie, none of the stories, no camps or anything like that, but you shot the biggest buck of your life. And for Bud, I'm just gonna make it like one, one fifty for all of us, because that's, yeah, I feel like. What Jesus Christ? That's. I'm gonna ride that thing around my truck for a week. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Okay. 150, but you can't have any of the camaraderie. You don't get to hunt with anybody. You're just you're just a solo hunter for that year, and you kill one big buck. Or you have a great season of doing several camps with some buddies. You have your your kids hunting with you. Um, you, you only shoot does. I don't want to say only shoot does, but you're just shooting does. Um, what season would you rather have? I'll, I'll, I'll take the camaraderie. That, that's what this has always been about for me as far as hunting goes. I mean, uh, I really enjoy like sharing this with other people. So I, I'd shoot two does and fill the freezer and have a lot of fun with other people. Yeah. Cool. Bud? Yeah, hands down, as much as I would love shooting a big buck, I have much more... And riding it. (laughs) I'd much much rather have the camaraderie. Like, going down by you and staying at your place and getting pulled over by cops and bombing around doing that and then we go up to the north woods and we just like randomly pull up in a campsite and we cook a dove over a campfire you know just totally much rather have kind of hunts like that even even like andy and scott where we hang outside his shed at the end of the night drinking beer yeah Totally much rather have the hunt of 
just hanging out with dudes. Yeah. Might not even shoot anything, but just yeah. the hanging out and talking about what you saw that day. Yeah. I I hear you. And um I'll ask myself that question. Um I I would I would I I think I'm changing. I mean, I think five years ago, I'll take the big buck. I, I will. I I will. I I did it for the challenge, and, and I still do it for the challenge. I, I just love that aspect of the game. Yeah. But I think the older I get, it the more I want to share hunts with people. Um, I think even just. The discussions that Bud and I were having over the weekend, I think I, I love hunting by myself, but when it's the early season, 85 degree heat opening weekend, I, I I'd rather I'd rather hunt with somebody. Um, I would still do the the sucky type hunt and say if I got to go a mile back and buds sitting where you can see the truck like i'm cool with that because like after the hunt you can talk about it and like what did you see and what did i see and like hey this is what i went through to get back to that piece of crap stand and bud can be like yeah i've been waiting a couple hours for you so yeah but and i think it's fun because talking with buddies and strategizing i know all three of us been talking strategy all freaking summer about yep. spots to go to. I think that's another reason I'm starting to change in in my viewpoint is because you can work together to for a common goal to try and have a successful hunt. And uh, no, I, I think I I would rather shoot does and enjoy that camaraderie part of the of the hunt. I no. think it was a good conversation, and I think it was fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this hunt plans out with you guys. So, everybody on our YouTube channel, uh, thanks for being patient with us. Even with this podcast, I haven't been able to put anything out because I haven't had a computer. So, appreciate you guys hanging with us, and it's been really awesome to see that we we've had like 650 subscribers, and not many of you have left so we really appreciate that support um and people are still listening to the podcast and that makes uh me feel really good that we're doing something right here so appreciate you guys time subscribe if if you want to our, to our youtube channel and continue to listen to the red bearded podcast appreciate you guys and your time um thanks for coming on tonight and we'll see you guys next week <laughs>